At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. This is the Detroit City Cast with Dan Leach, presented by Bet Rivers. And what is going on, fine citizens? Happy Manic Monday here on the Detroit City Cast, coming to you from high atop the Las Vegas Strip. I'm looking out right now at the beautiful sights and lights and just energy here that it just doesn't get any better. And and August isn't the busiest month of the year in Las Vegas, but there's still so much going on in the pool parties and the late-night pool parties and the club action and just the the energy in this city is the best. And it's been so so weird since I've been here. Uh, They've had just wacky weather the last couple weeks. You might have heard that there was flooding twice now in two weeks. There was, you know, dust storms. But it doesn't really... Ran, you know, rain on anybody's parade. And to be honest, I haven't really had to deal with that even since I've been here uh, on Friday, but just the best freaking time and had a great time with uh, the VEASAN crew. We'll get into my turn with Tim Murray and my man, Sean King. Uh, we discussed a lot of Michigan and Michigan state. We'll get to that later in the show in the latest edition of Michigan Mondays and just some interesting stuff that Sean King, a former obviously player had to say. And we went through a lot of stuff with both Michigan and Michigan state as we get, get ready for the season, which is just a couple weeks away. Uh, we are getting so close to the start of both pro and college football. Uh, but, you know, hanging out with Derek Stevens, the, my man, the stone squatch was here. Gov Milliken. Uh, yeah. Bob Turner too. And just a great time with so many people that, uh, 
I love when I get to come here and, and see them, including my great pro program director, the great John, Johnny Goulet and his wife, Whitney, and their new baby, Gianna. Uh, just always have the best time here. And, and, and those of you that know me know that I never really stop. This has actually been somewhat subdued. I only went to bed at 7 a.m. most nights. Normally, I go to bed at like 8 or 9 in the morning. Uh, but, you know, just it's the best city. Uh, I love it here. I mean, living here would be different, obviously, but I just can't get enough to come to visit here. There's always things to do, whether it's late night poker. I mentioned the obviously the club scene here is amazing. You know, pool parties during the day, the day the day uh, parties, um, or the day spas, if you want to call them that. And you know, all the just excitement of the strip at night, it just doesn't get any better. And I got a chance to go to the Raiders game. Allegiant Stadium is incredible. Listen, I love Ford Field. I've been to a lot of different NFL stadiums. Allegiant might be the nicest I've ever seen as far as, you know, just a modern stadium. you got the, the, the view of the strip on one end of it. you got that eternal Al Davis flame. The sight lines are incredible. They have $3 hot dogs, $3 pretzels, liquor, which I don't drink, of course. That's a little expensive, but it, it's easy to get around. It just was a, an awesome experience being at the Death Star. So a great time here, but a bunch of stuff I want to get to with you here as we move towards the start of college and pro football season. I will give you a small programming note. I am going under the knife for the first time, basically ever. I've never really had surgery in my life before, but I just wanted to give people a heads up because I know that, you know, I care about all of you and a lot of you reach out to me and enjoy listening to the show. And, and, and whether it's me on the ticket of the past or calling the high school football, basketball games of the weekend, WHMI, I feel a connection to all of you. And I, I love sharing my life with all of you. And many of you do the same back. Um, I'm having deviated septum surgery so I can finally breathe again. And that'll help me hopefully get in the shape that I need to. I've dropped a couple LBs, but I need to get, get in a little better shape. So I'm, I'm going over the knife on Thursday. Feel good about it. Not that nervous. I've never, like I said, I've never really had surgery before, but uh, this is a very mild procedure. Uh, I'll be out for a few days. But of course, full week of shows here. We got some Michigan, Michigan State and Line shows planned, uh, you know, during my recovery period. Uh, and then everything will be back to groovy normal and hopefully better than normal because I'll be able to breathe again and start walking and running more, and I'm looking forward to that. So that happens later this week on Thursday. So if you don't mind saying a, a positive thought or I don't know, I have prayers from you, just I guess a positive thought, whatever you want to do, I'd appreciate it. Uh, but let's take a trip first here to the Motown betting window. It's brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. Get ready to kick off fall and football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Join Bet Rivers on Wednesday, August 17th for Win Total Wednesday. This Wednesday, players who place a wager on any NFL or NCAA football team season win total get a free $10 Bet Rivers bet. Head to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app all season long for the latest odds and unique promotions. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook this fall. It's a whole New game. Must be 21. Playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem. Call 800-270-7117. And let's, let's just talk about this. You know, the Michigan, Michigan State win totals at Bet Rivers right now. You got the Wolverines at 9.5. You got the Spartans at 7.5. I'm going to focus a little bit more on this uh, in the, the latest edition of Michigan Mondays because this was discussed when I went on the nightcap with Tim Murray and Sean King live from the Circuit Sportsbook uh, on Friday night. And, I, and, and I've mentioned to you throughout the last several months, I think both win totals are exactly where they should be. I think the Wolverines definitely can win 10 or 11. I think the Spartans definitely can win 8 or 9. But it's possible Michigan State can go 7 and 5. It's possible the Wolverines can go 9 and 3. 
uh, you know, tough road games in Iowa and Ohio State. What if they lose at home to Michigan State, who, you know, has owned them for the last thousand days or so? See all those tweets come up uh, on, on uh, my Twitter and in the feed and other people, you know, kind of firing at each other. Someone tweeted, um, you know, it's been a thousand days. When I, I think it's a thousand since Michigan beat Michigan State. And then, uh, you know, who runs the state? <laughs> Someone responded, a Michigan fan said, well, uh, it's been whatever since you've been to the playoff. Michigan uh, went to the semis last year, you know, and won the Big Ten. So it's we already see the barbs being thrown at it. That's for sure. Uh, but I think both win totals are right where they should be. I think the Lions win total is right where they should be. I told you to go over six months ago. It's six and a half. I still like it. I think the Lions get the seven or eight wins. Um, but it's it's going to be an interesting year for all three teams. I think all three teams have a chance to do something. I don't know if they can do something special. I mean, Michigan is the team with the best chance based on track record in the last couple of years and history. I'm sorry, and talent level. But the Lions could be a very surprising team. The Lions could also win three or four games. They still need pieces. But golf got better at the end of last year. You know, I don't like how he you know, was in the shotgun with that fumble situation in the preseason game. But there are pieces on the lines, whether it's James Williams and Hutchinson, DJ Shark, and, and the offensive line. You know, there are pieces that can make that team very exciting. And they can win some games they're not supposed to, but they also can probably going to lose some games that they shouldn't either. Michigan's got the talent to compete in the Big Ten. And yet, are they going to beat Ohio State? I don't think so, but could they? Sure. Michigan should not have lost to Ohio State in the Dwayne Haskins game. Was it four years ago now? And they got blasted. So anything could happen. Michigan State, though, you know, Mel Tucker. I would say that I don't think Michigan State's got the talent level. They got a good quarterback in Peyton Thorne. You know, is a, a somewhat Heisman contender, at least in the top 20 on the odds board. But I don't think Michigan State, you know, their ceiling to me would be winning nine or ten games. Not having a chance to win the Big Ten, not having a chance to go to the playoff. But we'll see. The first, you know, couple months of the season is going to tell us a lot. Michigan's got a cake schedule. Michigan State, not too crazy of a schedule. But we'll see how things progress. And, of course, who the Michigan starting quarterback is as well going forward. Uh, let's take a look at some uh, odds for a year from Bet Rivers. And before we get into this, I just wanted to mention again, you know, golf did not work out for us this weekend. We had guys in the mix. Neiman looked like he was going to be good for a minute. Hatton looked like he was good for a minute. And, of course, and you know I love Will Zalatoris. I've given out Will Zalatoris probably five times this year. We gave out of the PGA. You know, obviously could have won that. But we also have Fitzpatrick, so we gave out both the guys in the playoff. I gave out the previous two weeks. You know, he struggled at the Rocket Mortgage and then had a chance at the, the weekend and, and, you know, played great but couldn't get it done. Same thing last week. You know, couldn't get it done in the end. But how about this? How about Will Zalatoris gets his first ever win in the first playoff event of the year, and both him and Seb Straka in the playoff completely choked, but Zalatoris, I'm going to take that penalty against the fence. That was the huge difference, uh, and congrats to Will Zalatoris. He's one of my favorite athletes right now. I wish I had given him out to you this week uh, or last week now, but I just thought that this was not the time he was going to win his first tournament. I thought maybe the BMW – I mean, the guys played so well in majors, maybe the tour championship in a shorter field. I did not think it was going to happen this week after, you know, flirting with this bad starts and then being great over the weekend. I thought there were better options in the field. Woods Zalatoris went off between 16 to 20 to 1. Uh, but I'm happy for him. And I wanted to take him over, excuse me, over the weekend when his odds were anywhere between 16 to 1 and then obviously plus 450 or 500 uh, before the final round. And I just... Uh, I didn't pull the trigger, so I apologize about that because you know how much I love Will Zalatoris. Of course, he wins one of the few times we have not taken him. 
Uh, I mean, we've, we've backed it up a lot with top tens and top fives and uh, we're able to cash out. I was able to cash out a PGA before he blew the playoff against Justin Thomas. But Will Zalatoris is going to win multiple majors. Not a matter of when or if it's a matter of when for Will Zalatoris. Tigers continue to be very, very, very bad. They go down to the White Sox again. Uh, just this team is fading into oblivion. It's all about who the next general manager is. And hopefully A.J. Hinch is the right guy. But they will start a series uh, coming up later today. And it'll be the Guardians or Tigers at Cleveland. And Cleveland minus 225 right now at Bat Rivers. Uh, the, the Tigers are going to be a pretty big underdog much of the rest of the way. And, you know, when you at least they scored, you know, some runs during the White Sox series, but they got swept and they got outscored uh, 13 to 7. But at least they scored some runs uh, in that sweep. But it will be Hutchinson, 1 and 6 with a 4 4 5. ERA for the Tigers, and it'll be Savale 2-5 with a 6.05 ERA for the Cleveland Guardians. Minus 225 is the Guardians' uh, money line. Tigers plus 190. Run line, Cleveland minus 1.5, minus 107. Tigers plus 1.5, minus 117 of the total. 8.5 over, minus 103. And the under is minus 118. We... Of course, I have another Lions preseason game coming up this week. We do have the BMW for the playoffs in the FedEx Cup. We're going to talk about that much more coming up on the Wild Wednesday show. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens with some of the factors that you saw in some of these NFL preseason games. Like, obviously, a guy like uh, Kenny Pickett playing really well. Uh, Malik Willis having some good stuff. We're going to have to see how, how this can maybe affect certain lines or futures or or props. We're going to have big NFL and college football preview shows where I go through a lot of the different plays that I like as far as player totals. Like that. That'll be coming up over the next couple of weeks leading up to the season. Uh, but I, I think there's going to be some very interesting stuff as far as line movement goes and possibly with the teams here in Detroit as well. You know, if Hutchinson has, you know, not, not a good couple of preseason games to add this, I don't know how much he's going to play in the next couple. Maybe his rookie of the year, you know, defense rookie of the year total goes down again. It went from 550 of it to 500. You know, when you saw about hard knocks and saw having a good camp and all that kind of stuff. Uh, we'll just, you know, I'm going to monitor that for you. That's what I do for you here on this, on this show. <clears throat> Excuse me, the Detroit City cast. Tell you have the best chance to profit and the best chance to make as much money as we can. Uh, so definitely excited about football season coming very, very soon. All right. Just before we get to the latest edition of Michigan Mondays, just once again, Vegas is the bomb. If you're coming out here, I got a couple recommendations for you. Uh, first off, you like playing poker. The Ruben Caesars is doing great. My man Jared is helping run it. Playing there for the first time in a while uh, a couple nights ago. Really enjoy that. Obviously, Aria Bellagio, always great places to play as well for our poker players out there. Um, you look at restaurants, there's just an endless supply of incredible restaurants in Vegas. I'm a big sushi guy, so I got a chance to try Morimoto, the Iron Chef's restaurant at MGM Grand. If you're a sushi lover, check that out. There's I, I, I'm staying at the Mirage, and I love Otaro here, uh, and as well as Tom Calicchio's steak, uh, you know, uh, Heritage Steakhouse. Just so much incredible dining when it comes to Las Vegas. So all that's awesome. Um, and like I said, check out Allegiant Stadium. If you have a chance now, listen, it was a preseason game. Tickets weren't that crazy during the regular season. It's going to be tough 
you know, to get tickets are going to be expensive. But if there's a way for you, maybe you have a, a connection to a friend or something, or you get lucky and find a good site, a, a deal on a resale site, please, please go to Allegiant Stadium. I'm sure the Raiders fans are listening. Maybe a Raiders Lions fan or a you know family that was Raiders fan. So you like them. You, you're going to probably find a way out of here. But if the Lions ever play out here in Las Vegas, you got to get out of here. The Death Star is unbelievable. You can. If I, I'll give you a tip here. Give me a tip. I don't like to do this too much, so I want to give it away. You know, start having thousands, not thousands of people, because not many people have that access. But uh, I, I, I like to keep certain, you know, shortcuts with directions and, and parking and stuff. What you do is if you're an MGM, uh, or I'm sorry, if you're a someone that can, you know, park close to the stadium, if you have access to, you know, free valet, either Mandalay Bay or Delano, uh, Luxor or Excalibur, you park there and you walk over. It's pretty, pretty freaking great. So um, very quick walk. And, and the way they have the stadium set up is just really cool. So please check that out. And uh, hopefully a lot of you are going to come to Vegas. I'll be back uh, late September for Ann Rich Renko's 60th birthday. It's going to be a lot of fun out here. Some golf action, late night debauchery. Obviously not like me drinking or doing anything bad like that. But definitely late night debauchery at clubs and on the strip and maybe some poker rooms. Uh, so can't wait for that during football season out here in beautiful Las Vegas. I'm about to get on the plane, so let's get to the latest edition of Michigan Mondays. It comes up straight ahead right here on the Manic Monday edition of the Detroit CityCast, brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. Kick off football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. All season long, Bet Rivers is your go-to sportsbook for all football-related content. Check out BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and more. Every week, BetRivers has unique football specials to help you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and back your favorite players with BetRivers. It's a whole new game. Must be 21, playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117. All right, here's the latest edition of Michigan Mondays, focused on Michigan and Michigan State football. And let's just start with where we're at with the spreads for the opening games for both the Spartans and Wolverines. Of course, Michigan State will open up on Friday night, September 2nd, 7 p.m. from Spartan Stadium. This line has been very consistent for the last couple of weeks. Uh, Michigan State, 18.5 point favorites. We've seen it go to 17.5 at times, but it's really been kind of steady not really even half-point moves. We, you, you've got the majority of the money uh, and, and tickets on Michigan State, minus 18.5. Both sides, by the way, minus 110 at Bet Rivers. Moneyline of Michigan State has been consistent as well, minus 12.50. Western Michigan, plus 6.50 in the total. Same thing, 54.5, over minus 112. We have more bets on the over that we're seeing both percentage of uh, money and tickets. And then the under 54.5 is minus 108. And then the Wolverines will get it going on Saturday, high noon against Colorado State. I'll be there. Same thing with Michigan and Colorado State. That spread 27.5 minus 117 for the Wolverines, plus 27.5 minus 105 for Colorado State. No money line as of now, but it's going to be very high uh, if there's, you know, probably minus 2,000 or so. But there could be one closer to game time. Sometimes there's different games that don't have money lines if they're huge spreads. Um, Colorado, most of the time you'll see a money line. 
But it depends. It really depends on the sports book of the game. Sometimes if you have spreads that are in the 25s and 30s, you won't see a money line. But a lot of times you, you definitely have a chance, uh, you know, even a first half money line instead of a full game money line. Total 57 and a half. We have seen this tick up a little bit. There were 1.55s and 56s, and we're rolling to 57.5, but that's been pretty steady last week or so, over minus 114, under minus 107. And taking a look at both teams uh, and their odds to win the Big Ten, that's been holding steady for the most part. Ohio State minus 230, they're the big favorite. The Wolverines plus 825, Wisconsin, Penn State both 13-1, Nebraska 17-1, Minnesota 18-1 along with Iowa and the Spartans. At 27 to 1, and that's really where we've seen this for the last several weeks. You also, of course, can wager on uh, division odds at Bat Rivers. The Buckeyes have become even a bigger favorite, minus 500. Uh, they were floating around in the, the 400s, now they're minus 500. Uh, you know, we've seen that basically for the last week or so. Uh, we might see that go up even more. We might see it go to minus 550, which gets better odds for teams like Penn State and Michigan. Now Michigan and Penn State are actually tied odds-wise. And remember, there's a lot of uh, action for both people in Pennsylvania and the state of Michigan to Bent Rivers markets. Uh, at one point, it was Penn State 6-1, to one, Michigan 6.5-1. to one, uh, And we've seen you know it kind of go back and forth. Now both teams at 6-1. to one. The Spartans, actually the fourth uh, choice at 16-1. to one. Indiana 100-1, to one, Maryland 150-1, to one, and Rutgers 200 to one. And then as far as the win totals go, and this is something that I'm going to get into after I give you the win, the latest, uh, you know, win total numbers that I discussed when I did my, my guest spot with Tim Murray and Sean King on, um, the, the nightcap on Friday at, at the circuit sports book on visa. We'll start with Michigan state, the Spartans right now at bet rivers, win total seven and a half Overs gained a little more juice. It's now minus 134. We've seen it as low as 115. You know, recently 124, 128. Now it's minus 134. The under is plus 105. And then as far as the Wolverines are concerned, this has been steady at 9.5 for quite some time. And as I said in the open of the show, I think both Michigan and Michigan State's win totals are exactly where they are. There's been years where I thought Michigan's was too high or too low. Same thing with the Spartans. I think their win totals are literally exactly where they're supposed to be. So not a ton of value, I think, on either side. Uh, but as far as Michigan goes, it is 9.5. The over minus 125. I've seen a few dollars move, uh, you know, as far as forward on that. It was minus 121 or so uh, over the last week to 10 days. Now we're seeing the over minus 125 and the under Minus 103. The Spartans, by the way, their win total of 7.5 is the fifth most bet on nationally at Bet Rivers for any team's win total. And remember, take into account, you know, with it's great that we have legal sports betting apps. Bet Rivers is, in my opinion, not because there's a sponsor I show the best because they have so many different options. But remember, certain sports books are only in certain markets. So you've got to take some things with a grain of salt. And obviously, that's what I'm here for to let you know, you know, as far as the Bet Rivers action goes. Where they're in market-wise, if you're not aware, if you're listening to the show for the first time or two, you know, Bet Rivers is in both Michigan and in Pennsylvania, so some of that could be inflated, but they are the fifth best, fifth bet, most bet over right now uh, at Bet Rivers are the Spartans at 7.5. So this was the discussion that we had, and please check out the replay if you're a Visa subscriber uh, of the nightcap of Friday night with my man Sean King and Tim Murray. We discussed both teams, and I want to start with the Spartans. And, and Sean, had a, you know, Sean played this game for a long time, played in the NFL. Uh, you know, we're going to get to something that he did with, when it comes to the Michigan possible starting quarterback in a second. 
But I, I respect Sean King a lot. That's why Sean King is on Visa, and he does a great job because he loves to gamble. He's playing craps. Actually, I feel terrible because we're all hanging out, me and Stoney and Derek Stevens and Sean and Tim Murray and everybody, this whole crew at Visa on our circa on Saturday and Friday night. And <laughs> Sean King went off by himself for a little while to play some craps, and I, I went over there. I'm not going to tell you how much he had in front of him, but it was a lot. And he had a bunch of numbers covered and some other bets that he had. And I walk over there, and I'm like, How's it go? I mean, obviously it's going good. First roll by the guy that was rolling seven. Say, are you gonna go? And I said, Sean, it's all on me. I'll get you tricks the rest of the night. You know, craps is a very weird thing, so you gotta stay away from uh, guys if if you, you think you're a black cloud or anything like that. I once got in a big fight with not a fight, but uh, got in a kerfuffle with my man Judge Dredd. We were rolling some bones up north in Michigan uh, on one of our golf trips, and he just he was being so finicky because he was rolling. And he's like, you want me to talk to him? I made fun of his like casino card that was on his uh, on his neck in one of those cords, which no one unless they're 80 years old, all due respect to the older people, should do. So he get really finicky. But we talked about this on air with Sean, and Sean brought up he thinks that Michigan State might have a really rough year. I mean, they do have a good quarterback at Peyton Thorne. He's a Heisman contender, uh, you know, a dark horse Heisman contender. But that they've got a tougher schedule than Michigan. They don't have the talent base of Michigan or Ohio State and Penn State uh, and, and, you know, those kind of teams that are on their schedule. And it, it's really going to come down to Mel Tucker and the way he's building this program with a lot of transfers. And the defense has been a question mark the last couple of years. They do return a bunch of players. The offensive line should be okay. You know, they lost one of the great players in college football, Kenneth Walker III. They do have some depth and wide receiver, not an incredible amount. But the Spartans could be a, a six-win team. And that would be terrible in year three. They'd be going backwards for, uh, you know, the Mel Tucker era. So that's one side of the thing. I think that, you know, you look at Michigan State's schedule, not that hard early in the season, much like the Wolverines. Wolverines probably have one of the easiest schedules in the in the entire country when it comes to their first four games, three of them non-conference, and then, of course, uh, that game against Maryland before they play on the road at Iowa. But you look at Michigan State. And they open up with Western. Should be I don't know if it's going to be an easy win, but it should be a win for sure. They'll blow out Akron. Akron's going to be down this year anyway. At Washington is tricky, but I think the Spartans, unless they make a ton of mistakes, have a great chance of winning that game. Then they have Minnesota at home. So obviously, much different schedule than Michigan to start the season, but they've got their toughest game at home. They've got a Washington team that is not that good. And... This could be a it could be a 4-0 start for Michigan State. I think it's much less likely than it is. That being said, what if they beat Western Akron and lose to Washington and Minnesota? Then they're two and two. They've got the Buckeyes, they got the uh, Badgers, they got the Wolverines, Buckeyes at home, Wisconsin at home at Michigan. And Michigan finally beat them at Michigan State for the first time. It feels like forever. Then, you know, later in the season at Penn State. So it's I mean, they get Ohio State earlier, which could be a good thing. Uh, but you got Penn State on the road, Michigan on the road, Wisconsin, Ohio State. I mean, if Michigan State isn't that great of a team, they could lose to a team like Minnesota. They could lose to a team, uh, you know, like Maryland on the road, who's not going to be good, but they're going to be a little bit improved. Obviously, Ohio State could win the national title. Wisconsin's going to be a very tough game. Michigan's going to be a very tough game. Illinois should be a win for Michigan State. Rutgers should be a win for Michigan State, same with Indiana. Uh, but this could be a six or seven win team. So I think that, you know, their win total is right where it should be. Wolverines, conversely, and we're going to get into what I mentioned about Sean King and, and the connection he has to a certain Wolverine player. Colorado State, Hawaii, Connecticut, Maryland, all on a road home. Michigan, if they're not 4-0, it would be a shock. But then it's at Iowa. 
revenge game. I'm not a guy who was quarterback, Petrus, but I'll tell you this. They're a really good team, and they're well-coached, and that could be – it's probably going to be a night game, and Michigan in the pick locker rooms. So that's where the season really starts for me when I'm looking at the Michigan Wolverines. And then on the road at Indiana, home Penn State, home Michigan State, they got their their, their toughest games at home aside for the Buckeyes. I mean, yeah, Iowa's a tough game, but I think that Penn State is better than Iowa. I think that Michigan State has a chance to be better than Iowa if the Spartans are that good team that some think they could be this year. Maybe Michigan State is the team that I said that Sean King thinks they could be, not that good. And then, of course, that's a much easier game for the Wolverines. But that's why 10 wins seems like it could definitely happen, but Michigan could lose to Iowa and Ohio State. They could lose to Iowa, Ohio State, and Michigan State because Michigan State's been so good against them in recent years. So it's going to be really fascinating to see what happens early in the season with both these teams and how they look. But to the point about Sean King, Sean King coached J.J. McCarthy. At IMG Academy, we talked about you know what he saw with J.J. Because we had the big discussion about should it be Kate, should it be J.J. Harbaugh obviously, of course, is very uh, you know connected to Kate McNamara. He's a very loyal guy. He you know, slept over at Quinn Nordine's house. We know all the insert your joke there, but whatever, they're not funny anymore. He said that he is a consummate professional, incredible athleticism, football IQ, and and I had said this before. You know, Tim had asked Sean what his thoughts were with that personal connection on J.J. I said to me, you know, I know. McCarthy is the overall better quarterback. He's the future. But how do you just say, okay, Cade, thanks so much. First Big Ten title since 03. First playoff appearance ever. Beat Ohio State. All the different things that he did as the, the leading quarterback or the starting quarterback for Michigan. But, you know, it's J.J.'s team now. The other thing is you don't want to have – Sean thinks there's going to be a platoon system. And I've mentioned this so many times in the past, either on 97.1 or on this show. The only time that really ever worked and it had its problems at times was the Chris T uh, – league Tim Tebow year at Florida platoons do not really work at the highest level. And Sean brought up, he thinks that Kate McNamara can get you through the big 10 can't win you a national title. And that JJ McCarthy can now, maybe it will be a platoon like a 70, 30, 60, 40, or similar to what it was last year at times. Maybe Jim Harbaugh is going to come out and surprise us all and say, listen, JJ McCarthy was way better in camp. He's the starter. And that obviously would, that would suck for Kate McNamara and you'd feel for the guy that got them and did all those brilliant things last year. But, you know, not to compare to Trent Dilfer, I'm not going to do that, but Dilfer was a game manager. Kate McNamara, to me, is a little better than that. He had his moments in the Nebraska game to throw an interception to, like, what was it, game seven or whatever of the season last year. But he's, he's not what J.J. McCarthy brings you. J.J. McCarthy is more electric. He has better athleticism. But Kate McNamara, at times, can look really, really good. So that is a huge question going into the season about who's going to be the starter. That's why, for me, I can't tell you to go over nine and a half because let's say they make the right choice, Harbaugh does, and it's Kate McNamara and he's brilliant. Let's say it's Kate McNamara and he's not brilliant. Let's say J.J. McCarthy starts game one and he takes over the, the country and Michigan goes 12-0. and 0. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it's obviously a, a small chance. But regardless, what if he's the, the, you get the starter and he doesn't do anything? So to me, there's no value in taking the over right now. I think there are there there is value in taking Michigan to win the Big Ten. Plus 825 is solid value for a team that did it last year. And you know that the Buckeyes might focus solely on beating Michigan. That could be a problem. Remember what Michigan you know, did in the, the Dwayne Haskins game? I think Ohio State's still scoring. So it's one of those things where that's where the value to me is. It's not you know, taking the over 9.5. Take Michigan in almost 10 to 1. I mean, they're 8.25 8. to 1 plus 825. You know, almost plus 10 to 1. 
to win the Big Ten because if they start playing really well, let's say the Buckeyes don't look great at times and C.J. Stroud doesn't look like the Heisman front runner. maybe those odds will go down to 5-1 to one or 4-1 to one or maybe the Buckeyes have an early loss, some crazy loss in their first five or six games and the odds go way down, like even money or plus 2-1 to one or something like that. So that's the, to me the value right now with Michigan is taking them plus 8-1 to one or eight, plus 825 uh, to win the Big Ten East. Or to win, I'm sorry, to win the to win the, the Big Ten. And then you look at their uh, division odds as well, where you could get them at 6-1 to one with Penn State. You know, that's the same odds as Penn State to win the East. Uh, I think that's obviously, I'd rather, I mean, if they win the East, they're, you know, obviously going to win the Big Ten. I don't think they're going to lose to Minnesota or whoever comes out of the West. But, you know, I would take the, the Wolverines to win the Big Ten at a plus 825. As far as the Spartans are concerned, if you think the Peyton Thorne is going to have some kind of magical start to the year and become a, a Heisman top five candidate, you know, you can get Peyton Thorne at 80 to one right now, but I would stay away from that. I hate the Spartans win total because I think it's right where it should be. I'm not taking Michigan State to win the division. I don't think there's, I mean, even 17 to one is just not, I, I, I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, it says nothing to do with people Wolverine. I think you Spartan fans know I'm always fair to Michigan State when they, you know, warrant it. I don't have to like them, but I have to be fair with them. So to me, the value right now between those two teams is taking the Wolverines to win the Big Ten. But I'm not saying that's not an official play by me. That's the one thing that I will tell you I would lean towards when it comes to those two teams. So we'll see if there's anything I like as we get closer and closer to the season. But I thought it was interesting that Sean King, you know, his comments on the Spartans, what he had to say about J.J. McCarthy, what he had to say about, you know, this year with two you know new coordinators for the Wolverines, not knowing who the starting quarterback is. Buckeyes with, you know, the bull, the Wolverines with the Bulls on their back for one of the best teams, if not the best team in the country, at least on paper right now. So there are so many stripping stories you know, storylines that are all over the place with all the programs, both Michigan and Michigan State and the Buckeyes. And, you know, is Ryan Day going to, you know, get things back on track? Or maybe Ryan Day has a uh, another step back with this program after last year where it seemed like the, the Buckeyes, I don't want to say should have beaten the Wolverines, but they were a touchdown, you know, plus favorite. And Michigan made them look silly. They out physical Ohio State, which has not happened much in the last 20 years when it comes to, you know, the game uh, or the big game. So, uh, Michigan State, the question's for them. You know, can Peyton Thorne be, you know, a above-average quarterback the majority of the season? Can the transfer pizza portal that Mel Tucker has used judiciously in his last couple of years, can that add on players that become an impact and have synergy with guys that have already been there? And what, what is Michigan State going to do in those first four games with the game of Washington? Uh, and, you know, a, a very interesting game early in the season uh, for Michigan State when you open up with two easy games, but then you've got, as I mentioned, Washington on the road and Minnesota to open the Big Ten season at home on Saturday, September 24th. Uh, it's TBD as far as the time goes. My guess is it will be a night game at Spartan Stadium. We shall see. All right, that's going to do it for me here from beautiful Las Vegas. I'll be traveling back as you listen to the show throughout the day. We'll see you again on the Wild Wednesday edition. We'll have my BMW golf picks in the FedEx Cup playoffs. Uh, we'll look forward to uh, Lions preseason action. And, you know, this is that sweet spot of the year where you can just taste it. You're close enough. And I know that first Thursday accounts for well, 16 games. Then, of course, we got the full weekend uh, with games on Friday and Saturday. And we're then we're full bore, man. I just, oh, it's just the best time of year when you know you are this close to, I mean, my favorite sport of football. And I love all sports, but football is just Awesome. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, it's been a hell of a time here in Vegas, but now it's back to Michigan. And until next time, keep, by the way, before I get out of here, 
So there was a crazy situation at the airport yesterday where some drunk guy, they wouldn't let him through, and he followed the officer into the security area. They had to shut down the airport. People were, thought it was there was a gun. They were, People were running all over the place in their security. They had to send everybody out of the airport, and then it took almost four hours to send them all back through security. Flights got delayed. Everything's back on track. I was actually I was able to talk to someone on Sunday night that works at the airport. There was just having to be at the Mirage and uh, explain everything that happened. But, you know, I'm, thank God it didn't happen to me. I just feel bad that it happened to the people that had to leave on Sunday. So let's, let's hope for, a, you know, a safe flight or, you know, experience at the airport and no craziness uh, as I take off later today. Till next time, you reach for the stars. Believe in the dream. Dan Leach, the Squatch, from high atop the beautiful Las Vegas Strip. Out!